Welcome everyone to episode three of the Spread the Dread podcast. Uh, we didn't make it last week. No. <laughs> no, we didn't. So we, we had, had a microphone malfunction. We well, we had a bunch of stuff. <laughs> um so yeah we were we were getting ready to to start recording because again we're supposed to be putting new episodes out every wednesday uh we had this one all ready to go um and we're actually in the process of recording uh when everything just kind of went haywire figured out eventually that it was the mic uh john gets too loud and i think he blew the microphone that's what that's possible and we use very (laughs) cheap mics because uh we're very new at this and we're pretty sure we're still gonna be failures at it <laughs> so we didn't want to you know take away you know food money for the kids yeah obviously you know, there's love, bills to get paid gotta <laughs> love the kids so we did that uh it was on prime took way more than the well not way more but it definitely took more than the time that it was supposed to for the mic to get here but it got here and everything's working good in that meantime joe managed to fall and break her tailbone yeah. So she is. She's sitting on a medicated pillow. Fuck it's not. Off. It's not, it's not one, a donut. It's not. Yeah. It's not one for like truckers that have hemorrhoids <laughs> and things of that nature. It's. A, it's a very nice, uh, cushied pillow. So she's doing that, but she's she's storming on. And I mean, I don't know how much pictures are out there of you. Mm-hmm. You're a thicker girl. Yes. I love you. <laughs> You've got some cushion back there. Yeah. So not so much as of late, but I no, still got some back there. Fair enough. But so I am almost impressed you managed to break that. <laughs> and yeah, so 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 we got all that. So we're we're all set up and ready to go now uh, for episode three. Finally, now we're to to make up for the fact that we missed a week. This is going to launch right alongside episode four. Um, we can go ahead and let them know because we've already picked it. Episode four is going to be about. What, Joe? Tortures and executions. Yes, tortures and executions. We're going to break down some 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 uh, torture uh, methods and yeah, acts. tools, yes. things of that nature. And we've done a ton of research on it. So that one is actually going to be the start of a series. Now, we're not going to be putting those out back to back. Those are going to be over time. Yeah. Uh, but if everything it works. It is a lot of research to even do one part. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. It I needs mean, to be spread out. Exactly. But, I mean, just from the topics alone that fall under that, I mean, we're looking at probably three to four parts parts easily for that uh, yeah so so we that once you're done listening to this one because we're going to put them up on the same day uh which is going to be uh may 26th mm-hmm. uh so so both of these the episode three that we're doing right now which is about junko Furuta, you know that because you clicked on the fucking link <laughs> and it's got uh pictures depending on which streaming service or whatever you yeah. use but it, there's a title they know and Podcast host services, please become more uniform. Yes, so uh, yeah, th- so that's another nightmare. thing to address is um, if you go to spreadthedreadpodcast.com, which we encourage you to do, that's a hub to find everything there. We're distributed through Podbean, mm-hmm. uh, which is an awesome service. No matter what devices you use, whatever computer type, tablet, all that other jazz, you can get Podbean for free. We, we like Podbean a lot. That's the main one that we listen to, the podcast we enjoy. We listen to them on Podbean mm-hmm. uh, just because it doesn't matter. Because, I mean, we, we have Android phones. We have a MacBook. You know, so we use a bunch of different stuff. And that one's just, you can use it no matter what you're, you're you can use that app no matter what device you're using. Mm-hmm. Um, but so they, they're through there. They're on Spotify. 
They're on the ep- episodes one and two is what I'm just, I'm talking about. Uh, they're on Spotify. They're on Google, correct? Yes, they are on Google. They're on Stitcher. The Stitcher, honestly, Amazon. Are they on Amazon? We're on yet? Amazon. What about Castro, Podcast Addict, all those other ones? Um, a few of them. They're all listed on the advertisement on Instagram and on Facebook. So if you find that gotcha. image where we're advertising, it actually lists out as of today's date where, where all we're at. But all of the other podcast um, platforms that are supported by Apple, so you have to be uploaded to Apple before they're gotcha. distributed out. Okay. I don't remember those off the so, top so of my Apple's head. So Apple's the big one we're waiting yeah, on. Yeah. Um, so, so now, again, we, we record these a few days before they upload. Um, so definitely spreadthedreadpodcast.com. Make sure you're following us on Facebook and on Instagram. Uh, because as soon as that's done and everything's up on Apple, we will let y'all know immediately. So again, by the time we record both of these, uh, episode three and four, we may be on Apple. Yeah. Uh, but mm-hmm. as of recording, it's still no. pending approval and stuff. Also on top of that is episode one and two did not go to YouTube. Therefore, it didn't go to BitChute. Um, yeah. We had to go through a big approval process for YouTube because of the length of the podcast. Yeah. So there was a bunch of like verifications and garbage. Which we're going to start working on that on our own. I think we just don't need to rely on somebody else. Well, no, <laughs> that wasn't a pod. That wasn't do it a, ourselves. But that wasn't a Podbean thing. Podbean yeah. couldn't do it because of YouTube, because of our account with YouTube. And we had to jump through all those hoops. So I, I think, yeah, I think, but then we realized with Podbean, you can only do one Video auto per YouTube, week. yeah, per week. So we're gonna just handle that ourselves. So I fully anticipate by the time episode three and four is up, that episode one and two at least will be up on YouTube. Um, I'm not sure if they'll be up on BitChute yet because this is gonna be our first run because BitChute is a mirror because YouTube sucks, especially for people who want to do the content that we do. Yeah. Um, so again, nothing's ever going to be monetized on YouTube. We swear too fucking much. We talk about gross shit. I have inappropriate humor. Uh, Joe broke her tailbone. I'm sure YouTube <laughs> has something they fucking hate about that. Um, so, but so, in, but we would prefer definitely if you have BitChute, make sure you're subscribing. Subscribe to both uh, YouTube and BitChute and stuff like that. But again, if you go to spreadthedreadpodcast.com. All the links to everything's there. It's not an impressive site, but it's got everything you fucking need right there. It's also got links to the Patreon that exists, but there's no tiers. Um, we're, we're working on that. We've got some really cool ideas, but obviously we want to get the, the flow of this down, especially, you know, the microphone kind of, you know, took a little bit of oomph out of it. So, yeah. so but but I think everything's good now. Um, it, fingers fucking crossed because we're... Uh, when you count in the, the little intro music we have to do and everything, we're sitting at about seven and a half minutes right now. So far, so fucking good. <laughs> if you pray, pray, don't mention us by names because whatever your God or gods are probably will don't not like, like us. us. Yeah. Uh, so just be like, Hey, be with my friend, Joe and John, just don't check up on them. <laughs> um, and if not, just send your good vibes and your mojo and all that other, you know, good stuff and you know, our way so that we get through all this. But Really, that's probably kind of useless because if you're listening to this, everything worked the fuck out because it's uploaded. I'm I'm saying that like they're sitting here in our room while we I record know. this shit. Um, so yeah, uh, was there was there any other things? So we we we've you put me on the spot. And I'm well, like, I don't remember shit. Well, like, well, big ups for everybody. Thanks for following us and liking us on Facebook and Instagram. Yes. we're getting really close to a hundred on Facebook mm-hmm. and. We're trying to get to what? We're almost, are we at fifty or getting to fifty at Instagram? So you're putting me on the spot again. I do not know. 
See, if you... I hate social media, so I don't get on as much as I should. It's a necessary evil for what we do. But yeah, like we, as people, we don't have it. Like we just don't. Well, you, you have an Instagram... But I mean, Instagram, Instagram is honestly my favorite one. I just personally don't take as, that many pictures and you have to do that kind of stuff or else I'd be on Instagram. Cause I, yeah. I, I kind of dig it. Like yeah. it's my, it's the least toxic one mm-hmm. from what I've seen. Yeah. Um, that's how I feel. But, um, but yeah, so spread the dread podcast.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, BitChute. Uh, and again, if you are an Apple user and you're, cause we've had a few people reach out and for some reason, episode one made it up at some point and then, then it, was it wasn't there. Episode two never made it. I have no flipping idea what's going on. I don't even know. Why did I say flipping joke? I have no fucking idea what was going. She's grabbing your headphones. (laughs) (laughs) You're better blow into the fucking mic. Stop. Sorry. (laughs) I didn't want the audience to be upset at the fact that I used flipping (laughs) instead of fucking. Um, But yeah, so if if you have, if you have Apple, I, I get it. I'm not trying to whatever, but if you really want to support us in the meantime, until Apple gets off their duff and approves us, I'm sure they get, bombarded with sub- submissions and stuff like that. Podbean's the way to go. It's free. Use it. You'll love it. I guarantee you pretty much everything that's on Apple is on Podbean too. Um, so that's it. Mike's working. How's your butt doing? It's okay so far. So is far, you, so good. Is your is your special pillow <laughs> oh, God, cushioning, <laughs> cushioning your cushions? Yeah, yeah. All right. Plenty so, of cushion. So as we do every week, uh, we're gonna do our horror pick of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, I promised them, and I, we, we, I promised them. I promised them. Yeah, you didn't no. because you knew better than to do it. But I, I stuck to it. I remembered. I promised them. This week's picks in English. Yes. Now, granted, it's from the UK. Yep. Filmed in Wales. Uh, I think there's some Irish folks in it. I would still watch it with subtitles every time. I've watched. It. We've watched this movie numerous times mm-hmm. and what we always watch it with subtitles yeah um it's called a dark song directed by liam gavin um july 2016 right didn't come out until 2017 so i'm yeah. not sure what happened there uh i'm guessing probably like an independent made and then did some festivals and yada yada so like its main release is 2017 mm-hmm. um yeah starring steve Oram and katherine walker i I don't. I know. I never heard of their names prior to this. Uh, not sure if I've seen anything with them since. Phenomenal movie. Yes. Phenomenal actor and actress. Everything it, for most of this movie, like ninety minutes, like not ninety minutes, but like ninety percent of it, maybe just more. Two. Just two people. Just two people. Yep. And it's it's all about them uh, trying to uh, the, the 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 woman in here. She's trying to have a ritual pulled off to summon her guardian angel yeah. for really cool reasons and. I mean, they're, they're, obviously we're not trying to do a review and we don't want to spoil, but like, I mean, this is in depth about the ritual that they go through. Yeah. It is. And it's really interesting how they, you know, they go through it once. It doesn't work. They have to go through it again. But, and again, without giving out spoilers, it's interesting to be like, oh, it's not a one ritual done and right. over with. It's, no, we're going to keep doing this until we get it right. Otherwise, you know, bad things could happen. And it was they, they can't build break the circle. Don't yeah, break the circle. Don't break the fucking circle. Yeah, it was so fucking good. Right. And we've and revisited it several times. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and we, we watched this. I mean, obviously, we were going to record this episode last week. Mm-hmm. Um, we watched it like the day before we, we yeah. got ready to record. And it was honestly just one of those where I was just sitting there and I, I probably something I was watching else. And I was just like, 
fucking hell, I really want to watch a dark song again. And then as soon as I said that, Joe was like, absolutely. Go grab that <laughs> Blu-ray right now. Let's fucking do it. Hustle. Yeah. And, and, and it fit in good because I promised y'all an English language one and I delivered. Uh, the first two picks was Martyrs and Funny Games. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely this one, if you don't have the stomach for the violence, and there's plenty of people who enjoy horror movie, uh, horror movies that, that aren't the biggest fan of, of Gore, intense violence. Yeah. And Martyrs definitely has some intense violence. Funny Games has its moments it's more situational. and situational. Right. This this is all, you know, like supernatural, spiritual yeah. stuff. There's a there's a a couple of funky scenes in there, but I don't think anything you're not going to be able to handle yeah. if you're just a general It's not over the top at all. No, no, no. And certainly nothing that's like over like it overbearing or lasts way too long or stuff. Like, believe me, these are going to be few and far between from us because Joe and I, like, like I said, we, we, when it, we spread the dread. If it's fucked up, we love it. Yeah. Nothing sacred in a horror movie. We like it all. We like to make sure all the lines are crossed. So this week is a reprieve and it's a damn good reprieve. Yeah. I would say out of the three we've talked about so far, this is my favorite. Mm-hmm. I love, they're all different movies for different things, you know, and different kind of what you want, but like if I had to get trapped on like a deserted island, I would take a dark song over Funny Games or Martyrs. What about you? Hmm. You can only pick one. That's a hard one. What I, What are you, are you torn between all three or is there two that you're like bouncing between? Actually, none of the three. But you have to pick from this three. You cannot take your Nightmare on Elm Street collection. <laughs> my Hellraiser it collection. It doesn't count just because they're all in one Blu-ray box. <laughs> That's seven or eight flipping movies. You can't take all of them with you. Out of these three, though. Say, God damn it, you're just fucking making up rules along the way. Um, out of these three, I would actually say A Dark Song because it was the most intriguing. Um, you feel like you get something or you notice something different every, every time, time you, you watch, watch it. it. Yes, okay. No I, was about, I was about to fucking say that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, with Martyrs, like I didn't pick up on anything else new when we really watched it. Funny Games, same way. Right. But no, even this last time we watched A Dark Song, I was like, holy shit, I didn't even fucking notice that in the background or, you know, this, you know, I, I don't want to give away spoilers. But right, right. Nonetheless, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. Each time you pick up on something new and it's awesome. So again, because we're we're terrible podcast hosts, I'm not sure if this is streaming anywhere. Again, you have a phone, computer, Google, a dark song streaming, and it'll pop it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely do that. It's not too hard to get it on Blu-ray. Um, and for like the the North American region, you know, we we had our first UK listener. Oh yeah! I so so you know I was Shout about out to I the was UK. I was literally about to be like good day mate, but okay. that's not them. No, it's that's Australia. not them. That's yeah. the that, yeah that's the southern the real southerners. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so yeah, you can easily find it. We always again we always recommend we're we're big fans of owning the movie so that we have them forever. So again, a dark song uh, came out in 2017. That is the spread the dread pick of the week, and uh, Joe. Yes. Let's, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, everybody take a deep breath. This episode hurts. It really does. This episode hurts, but we're going to get through it together and we're going to discuss the, the, the God awful fucking ending of Miss Junko Furuta. Like we always try to do, give us, give us a little bit of background about Junko. Okay, so she was born January 18th, uh, 1971 in Masato, Saitama, Prefecture, Japan. Um, she died January 4th, 1989 in Adachi, Tokyo, Japan. Japan is where Godzilla's from. And 
that's all I know about Japan. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I'm, jo- I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, so, so yeah. So so she she didn't make it to eighteen. No. Actually, uh, she was court, like, yeah, she was, she was literally two days. weeks, two weeks away from her 18th birthday. birthday. Yeah. Uh, the body was discovered in Koto City, Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Uh, she lived with her parents, had an older brother and a younger brother, so a middle child. Uh, attended Yashio Minami High School. That's probably in Japan as well. Sounds like it. Uh, <laughs> um, Worked part-time at a plastic molding factory. That doesn't sound like a job I could get at 17 in America. Yeah. No. Maybe back in the 80s. Because we're, we're 80s babies. Uh, but, you know, she was an 80s teenager. Yeah. That sounds dangerous. dangerous. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, you know, like, just... That sounds like one of those, like, not you don't work that while in high school. Like, you work that when you dropped out of high school. Yeah. No offense to anybody listening to us who's in the plastic molding business. Yeah. I'm just saying, if someone's like, yeah, I'm 17, I work at the plastic molding factory. I'm like, oh, shit. A lot of things started going wrong around 15. You know, (laughs) that'd be my (laughs) assumption. But not Junko. Junko's badass. Yeah. And uh, so she was doing that to save money for for post-graduation. Yeah. No, uh, she even had already accepted a job at an electronics retailer and planned to work there after graduation. So Chick is already, (laughs) yeah, she's busting her ass at a fucking plastic molding factory and has already set everything up. Post graduation, probably high gonna school. work both jobs. Yeah, probably. Badass as she was, Fucking probably Japanese. Be both of them. I mean, well, why not? Um, she was really well liked by her classmates, had high grades, and um, was very rarely ever absent. So she's like your 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 picture perfect. When you think about like your picture perfect, like particularly when it comes to like Chinese and and Japanese like students, mm-hmm. like very good grades, bright future, yep. loved going to school, you know working she said electronics retail that's better than i mean that's not the manufacturing places with the suicide nets over there you apple owners <laughs> I, I say that while I was about uh, to with say my Mac. macbook in front well, of you they talk about the, the suicide factories and shit it's always they're making iphones they never say mac products it's always making <laughs> iphones and i don't own an iphone because i don't like suicide nets like i like why they're i like i don't like to have them needing to be there i'm glad they are there um so yeah so i mean she's just Literally, I don't know if I I say this the picturesque teen daughter. Like we all have Amer- kids, the all American girl. So like the all all Japanese normal girl. Yeah, we yeah. we got kids like this. That she would be a a great kid to have because you know that she's already planning for her future, has a good head on her shoulders. You know, doesn't mind doing the work right. to get to her final destination. But yeah, no, she's picturesque. Well, and the thing of it is too is that as as big of an impact as this case made in Japan. I mean, this case, I mean, it it still is to this day, you know, I mean, it's, you know, it it really is. So it's one of those things like when you're, when you're with as much as, as much media attention as this would have gotten, the fact that we know so little about Junko up to this point just proves like there was nothing to know. Yeah. No, No family problems to speak of, you know, everybody's got their own fucked up shit, but you know, nothing, you know, there was nothing odd mm-hmm. about anything nothing like, of note right the best way to put it yeah, nothing she, of note. Li- so so literally everything that happened to her you, you you can't look at anything in the past and be like oh that makes sense you know when we were talking about fish fish had a little bit of fuckery going on in his past you could be like all right you know that doesn't give him an excuse for what he did 
but you, you can kind of you get it, you know. But 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 with, this is a truly this is truly a story of wrong place, wrong time. Right, her. and and in our past two episodes, we were talking about the perpetrators. Mm-hmm. This one, this episode's about the victim. victim. I mean, we're gonna talk. We're gonna get into these four fuck nuts. Let's let's introduce yeah. them now, Joe. Yeah, mm-hmm. Why don't Why don't you pronounce them? You're you've got Asian <laughs> in you. You'll probably do better than this. Um, Hiroshi Miyano, age eighteen. Joe Agura, seventeen. Shinji Minato, sixteen. Yasushi Watanabe, seventeen. And and if if I'm not mistaken, yeah. So this is how old they were at the time they got arrested. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, are Are you sure it's a re- see? I thought it was a re- it was at the uh, time of the initial. You could be right because from the time the crime took place and everything like that, it was forty four days. Well, that was the span of how long the, the crime, crime took place yeah but if i'm not mistaken and we're gonna get there folks we're gonna get there fucking hold on we're gonna get there um but it, it took a while for all everything to come out for for these guys to get arrested yeah um so you mentioned so uh shinji minato the yes. the 16 year old the youngest of these four mm-hmm. all of what to, well 95 percent of what took place yeah took place on the second floor of his house yeah. A house, by the way, that he shared with his parents and at least one sibling, and a brother. brother. I, he may have had more, but they, all the research we did just mentioned his parents and the one brother. Did you remember if it was an older brother or a younger brother? I'm, I don't remember if it ever said. I thought it said a younger brother. Okay, but uh, they were definitely closish in age. Like yeah. it was, you know, Shinji 16, his other brother went like eight. Like, yeah. you know, and, and tr- th- what took place. With these four people, Yasushi Watanabe, we have the least amount of information about. Mm-hmm. He he just even even all throughout everything, there's just not much talked about him. The other three dickholes, mm-hmm. uh, particularly uh, Shinji Minato and uh, Hiroshi Miyano, and even Joe Agura, we got a good bit about. It. But this all took place in Minato's house. Yes, with his parents there. His parents were not on vacation. His parents. We're fucking there, and we're gonna get into these people because oh god, they're they're just as bad as their shitty offspring. Yeah. Uh, all four of these of these guys uh, were uh, ranked, listed, known to be Chinpira, low-ranking members of Yakuza, um, often considered to be your young, crude, Boy, street gosh. urchin pieces yep. of shit that. More than likely, the big Yakuza bosses are like, no, they'll they'll take They're the, the pawns. Yeah, They're they'll, the pawns. They'll, 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 they'll be the, the patsies. They'll fall for the shit. They'll all this yeah. other stuff. I'm sure these fuckers walked around like stroking it. Just yeah, no, we're walking around Yakuza. fucking yeah with a ten inch fucking cock like between yeah, their legs. Well, we we know right. that's not uh, the truth. <laughs> we're not going there. We're not going there. <laughs> the Asians said it. Goddamn it! You're only half Asian, <laughs> which means we'll lose half of our followers, uh, and that's not a lot to begin with. <laughs> We gotta wait until we're at least in the teens before we can get that crew. That's me saying that. That's John. I'm the fucking asshole here. Um, they had previously engaged in shitty, snot-nosed, yes. fuckhole little crimes, purse snatching, extortion, and rape. Ugh. Hey, if you rape, that's fucking disgusting. Fuck off. And yeah, that's one of the t- gross. But purse snatching, you just know they were they were running up like finding like single moms, yeah. little old ladies. Shit like that and f- fucking assholes. Yeah. Um. So so there we go. There's our players. We got yeah. Junko, you know, and then we got these four fucktards. Fuck, yes. Man. Um. So 
let's get into the start of our 44-day journey with Junko and these these absolute cocks. Uh, November 25th, 1988, Joe, bring us bring us up to speed there. Yeah, so Miana and Minato um, were in Masato. Yes. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> the three so, M's of this story. It's not just M's. And I, so just so you don't think, because I know if you've listened to the past two episodes, if I flub this, you're going to be like, that racist fuck. No. No. <laughs> there is two boys, Miano and Minato. That's their last names. Mm. This took place in Masato. Masato. Yeah. I'm not racist. Japan is <laughs> against his own people, which I find even more fucking disgusting. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so, yeah. So, Miano and Minato are out in Masato. Joe, what are they in Masato with plans oh, to do? They're there with the intent to rape, rob, uh, rape and rob a local woman. So, I just wanted to let you know, like, if you. If you honestly, if you don't know where your kid is while listening to this, you are less of a piece of shit than if your kid is knowingly going out somewhere and be like, you know what? I think I'd like to rape and rob someone tonight. And they're like, you know what? Masato is perfect. We'll go there. Uh, So what goes down on Masato, Joe? Yeah. So here we go. Um, They spotted Junko. Uh, right after she'd gotten off of work from her plastic factory job. Right. Um, Minato kicked Furuto's, uh, kicked her off of her bike and then, like, just ran off the scene. Yeah, so he just goes up and fucking knocks her off of her bike and then, obviously, this is, this is, uh, I'm sure they've used this before. Yeah. You know, this is the kind of thing little fucking assholes like this do. So he knocks her off her bike and then bolts. Yeah, so, yeah, so Minato is the one who kicks the bike. Right. Miyano acts like he sees what's happened, approaches Feruda, oh. and offers to walk her home safely, you know, pretending to be a gentleman, you know, getting down her guard after she's been, you know, had a crime committed against her. Yeah, ladies, gentlemen, and everyone outside of that and in between, be fucking warned. Shit like this still happens. Yeah. Still very much shit like this happens. Yes. Um, Miano uh, obviously leads Ferruto to a nearby warehouse, reveals his Yakuza connection. You know he's bragging about it. Oh, yeah. Bragging Beating about his it. fucking I bet, chest. Yeah, and I guarantee you he lied about his rank. Oh, you know you it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if there would have been like a higher rank in Yakuza there, they'd have beat the shit out of this kid for all the lies he told about all of that stuff. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, so, like I said, Miana leads Furu to a nearby warehouse, reveals his Yakuza connection. He, this is, he rapes her. Oh. Yeah. Naturally. Then, then takes her to a local hotel, uh, threatens her, and then rapes her fucking again. <sighs> so this poor girl's not even been in this guy's, like, you know, uh, ownership, let's say. Sorry for That's a lack terrible of, I know, word. it's a lack of a better <laughs> phrase. I'm That's so, the kind of words I use. Oh, if you don't do your part. I know. I'm, we're going to see I'm dropping couple. the ball. You yeah. You really are. Everyone's going to have to have their person they like here. We need people who are like, well, I like the stupid, dumb, offensive shit. <laughs> John's got you. And everyone's just like, I like someone who's intelligent and doesn't sound like an absolute retard. <laughs> They're like, I got Joe. And, and he used the R word. Yes, I do. <laughs> I apolo- Well, I don't apologize, but you know. So, yeah, lordship or yeah. control. There yeah, we go. Yeah, Control's yeah. a better word. Yeah. So, so and, not even within his control, probably more than like, what, 10 or 15 hours at this point? And she's, this poor oh, girl's already been less, fucking raped. Less than twice. that. This, this motherfucker ain't got good game. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, Monado still hasn't shit. This is just Miano and Feruda. Yeah. So, Miano to the warehouse, rapes her there. Takes to a hotel, threatens her again, rapes her there. While at the hotel, mm. Miano calls uh, three accomplices to brag about it. This would be where uh, um, Ogura, uh, 
Minato would come back into play at this point, as well as uh, Watanabe. So that's 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 the three fellas that he's calling up and bragging about it. Ogura, this piece of dickless fuck, asked Miano to keep her there to allow numerous guys to rape her. Yeah. F- fucking gross. Well, and not awful. to interject, but like what's so fucked up about it is because of their history of gang rape, there's honestly no telling how many more people than just them came there to rape her. Right, because we, everyone who gets, this is, I don't want to give too much away, but yeah, there was probably far more than these four boys involved in what happens to Junko Furuta mm-hmm. at some point. It's yeah. just these four are the main ones. They're the ones that started it up. They're, you know, they're, they're the ones who, ultimately take the fall for it but again it's particularly let's assume that their yakuza connections are real i, I, I probably they're low level I'm, it's not that hard to get in when you're scum like these fuckholes are yeah. but so you have no idea how many more people in the yakuza especially if they were sitting there trying to climb rank shit like that so there's just no fucking telling and honestly it's probably best left fucking unthought of yeah. um at 3 a.m uh miano takes Faruda to a local park. Um, at that point, they, they kind of start going through uh, like her, I guess, book bag, purse, whatever personal yeah. belonging, uh, and find her, her home address inside of one of her notebooks. Uh, at this point, they threaten to kill her family if she tries to escape them. Yeah. Uh, so this is another thing, right? So this is 3 a.m., right? Mm-hmm. So let's assume Junko gets off. 9, 10, she's a student, so 9 p.m., I would say, 10 p.m. at the latest. Yeah. So at this point, this has only been happening and going on for, what, five to six hours? Yeah. Um, and again, these four little fucking pieces of shit, parents aren't concerned. Yep. Because at this point, they take Faruda to Minato's house in Adachi, the house where his parents are there. Yep. And he's got a brother, brother. there. They're mm-hmm. doing this at 3 a.m., 4 a.m. in the morning. Again, all of these boys, except for one, are 17 and younger. Yeah. Still in school. Maybe the 18. I would imagine the 18-year-old's fucking stupid and dumb. as If he hadn't already dropped out, dumb as a brick. He's probably in grades lower than the other ones. And but then, see, for, we're parents. I'd be damned if my six-year-old is out that late at night. I'm going to find your ass. I'm going right. to whoop your fucking ass, Right. Well, too. that's what I'm saying. They take him to Monado's house. He's the 16-year-old. Yeah. He is for fucking sure. Should have been home. Fucking Way hours ago. earlier than well, that. it's probably just a common occurrence, yeah. which we will get to later. So, yeah. so that's all going on on the 25th of November of 1988. Joe, we, we're getting to the 27th. Yeah. So, so two days later, uh, Junko's parents notify the police of her disappearance. Yes, um, the kidnappers actually forced Junko to call her. Yeah, they parents. find out some way, shape, or form. I don't know if they have Amber Alerts, news, something like that, but the guys find out that Junko's parents have alerted the authorities that she is missing. Yes, and so they force her to call her parents and tell them that she's ran away, that she's safe, and she's staying with friends. Right. They also force her to stop the police investigation. Well, yeah, because... At this point, Junko's 17. Yeah. I don't know Japanese laws, but I'm not even sure totally in America as a whole, but certainly plenty of states. She's 17. She's called saying she's safe. We can't do anything. She's not a missing person anymore. Yeah. This is a family matter that y'all have to work out. So, I mean, ultimately the cops at this point are pretty much done. Yeah. I mean, even if I'm a cop, I'm like, all right, well, that's, that's handled. We know the girl's fine. She's safe. You know, 
She's with a friend. Whatever the fuck's going on with her and her folks, they got to work that shit out. But legally, there's nothing else we could do. So, and I, and I guess on a mental note, like it's just so fucked up to think about that. You know, in the back of your head, while some of the, some of the shit that's been going on with her, you know, she's thinking, okay, I'll eventually see my parents. I'll, and you know, they're gonna reach out. That's they're the gonna hope. try to find that's me. That's the hope. Maybe the police are gonna look for me. Like I'm gonna get out of this at some point. And I could not imagine the amount of defeat that probably came across right. her or fear that came across her when she essentially cut off two lifelines. Well, and not only that, but we, we we would have to assume at this point, this is still all based off of the threat that they made because they know her address Yeah. that, okay, I'll do it. Just don't hurt my family. Yeah. Dude, that's badass for a 17-year-old. Yes. I could imagine... Some of the shitty 17-year-olds in America just being like, I don't even care. My dad didn't get me the color car that I wanted for my 16th. Go fuck him up. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like, But no, why not Junko. Why does American teenage girls sound like Valley Girls? That could have been a boy. I'm not gendering anybody <laughs> here, Joe. You know, as I said in episode one, I'm an equalist. That's the southern way of being an equalist equality. I, I love equality. So don't you gender my vocals. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, yeah, so she does all that. Um, and also, we, we find out that when uh, Minato's parents are around, uh, they're pretending that Ferruto's his girlfriend. Yeah, she just moves in. Now, the sixteen-year-old boy. Now, I, I, what was this female? I'd, I'd be now damned. We, I was going to say, now we we have boys. Yeah, and, and I'm a dude. All right. So if my eldest was sixteen, I would I would definitely have a lot of follow-up questions. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. I'd just be like, oh hell, fucking no. But again, like I mean, we've established his parents is a piece of shit. Yeah. I'm well, this further illustrates. Right. I'm a shitty person. Yeah. I'm a pretty good parent. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, so they, they're just like, oh, he's got a girlfriend at home. And, you know, I don't know why she's always tied up, but, you know, why kids will be kids. Looks like she's had the shit made out of her. Right. Who, who yeah. That, oh, yeah. Let's yeah. not know all yeah, questions. Don't, don't, don't think that because they get, they spun this fucking lie to his parents that they're like, oh, well, they didn't know. Oh, they fucking know. And we'll get to that yeah. in time. Yeah. They actually even stopped the act once they realized his parents wouldn't even turn them in. They wouldn't even report them. And my thing is, is like, what action did the parents have or what kind of situation did you put those parents in that you then realize, oh, they, they ain't going to tattletale on us. <laughs> and that's where I think oh, they probably walked in on the room and some shit's gone down. Or, you know, she's looking beat all the hell coming downstairs at for dinner or some shit. And right. they're just like, eh, whatever. Well, and it says that his, uh, the parents, uh, this is uh, Monado's parents where this is taking place. The parents uh, said they didn't intervene because they knew of Miyano, the, the eldest of the four boys' connections mm -hmm. to the Yakuza. Now, they didn't say anything about their son's connections. Mm -hmm. Maybe they knew and didn't want to say or maybe they didn't know. I mean, they, these seem like the most oblivious fucking parents. And, you know, so who knows really at that point. But they feared retaliation. Now, we've all watched daytime television. We've seen some Dr. Phil. Some fucking, <laughs> some fucking, some, some, some Ricky Lake. Catch I don't, me outside. Maury. Bitch. You know, well, before Maury was just doing paternity tests. But, you know, you've seen those people on there where there's like, you know, Oh, a, a mom or even a mom and a dad. And then like, they're just like the kid, our daughter won't stop hitting us. And like, then she comes oh out and God. she's like 10 weighs as much as a wet fart. And like, I remember 
my mom, may she rest in peace, was, was a big old Southern lady, Southern Baptist. And I remember seeing some of those episodes, Joe, after school. And I wouldn't be doing anything. I would be on the couch. Chores finished. Homework's done. Got, got my report card. All A's. Maybe a B. You know? And this little shithead, like, preteen or teenager would come out and be like, yeah, I, I hit him and I don't give a fuck, you know, Jenny. Jenny Jones, you ain't going to send me that boot camp. And, like, I remember, I, would, I wouldn't even need to, to look at her. I would hear a, huh. <laughs> you know. That's a my, mama's equivalent of going, mother. I dare you. And I could just feel this, the look <laughs> searing on me. Like, and I'm just like, yo, like, this shitty kid on this show is going to get me <laughs> fucked up just for my mom to remind me that should I ever. And she was a big lady, Joe. Now, I was a fat kid, but I could have outran her. But, like, again, I was raised Southern Baptist, so, like, she could get a certain twang in her voice when she yelled or say my middle name, and my body would sell out my mind. Like, my brain would still be running, but my body would lock in place. And then my brain would be like, why ain't we moving? And it'd be like, because... She because said she my said, middle Stop. name. Yeah, she said my middle name, and the brain would say, keep going, and everything would be like, mm-mm. If we go, we got to come back, and then we're going to get it twice as bad. Yes. So, yeah, anybody, like, I mean, I don't doubt serious situations, you know what I'm saying, but, like, I, when they're just like, oh, we fear retaliation. Um, and, yeah, they had stated that their own kid, Manaro, was increasingly violent towards them. The brother also knew the situation and didn't do a damn thing either. No. So trash into trash equals trash flavored trash. This is yeah. a fucking shitty family. Oh, yeah. They raised a fucking shitty guy as a son. Oh, it's a I, goddamn garbage fire. Right. I hope is. I made their bloodline die out as quickly as fucking possible. I wonder if there's a word like the equivalent of white trash that Japanese trash. I wonder if there's a like word for it. The racist in me immediately thought yellow trash. <laughs> But I don't know where that came from because they're not really yellow. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I guess maybe because I'm a Simpsons fan. I, when I think of yellow people, I think of Homer. No, all Asians have a yellow tint to their skin. Fucking hell, look at me. I'm yellow tinted. Probably what it is is that I don't see color because oh I'm so I'm so for equal and I love everybody so much. And much That's like Jesus, everybody's lie. beautiful to me. <laughs> so I just don't notice it. Anyway, uh, so, so Junko... We said it earlier. She was held captive for 44 days, all right? This took place at the end of November. So the whole month of December and partway into January. uh, I'm not very up. I'm not very learned when it comes to Japanese Christmas culture. Uh, But if they do celebrate whatever they celebrate, because I know a lot of people have different things, but a lot of people celebrate stuff at the end of the year kind of like that. She's gone for all this time. And you, you got to think, too, about Junko's family. They hear from her, I don't want to come home. I've ran away. I'm with a friend. I'm fine. Fuck you. You know, the equivalency of. So they're going through this, too. And could you imagine, Joe? No, I can't. Could you, I know what, where you're what, going no, with this. Yeah, right. The, not, not just the phone call happening and the, 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 the feeling that your kid has abandoned the family and, and, and questioning what you've done. But then to find out later what happened. Yeah. That would fucking destroy any anybody. Oh, that absolutely destroy. You could find me, me. You could find me a not so decent parent, and that would fucking destroy them. Yeah. You know. Well, I guess also too, you got to think about like this. She was a good kid, right? And to think that she just one day ups and just like peace out, run away. I'm safe, staying with friends. Fuck y'all. 
there would be a lot of fucking turmoil going on on the end. So, like, what did I do wrong? A right. good parent says, what did I do wrong? Right, yeah. Where did I, you know, what did I possibly do to force her to do this? And then to find out the end of it, that she was forced to tell you that? No, that, w- that would crush my soul. Yeah. I, I, I would be dead knowing that. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know how long. I, yeah, I, I, I honestly, I, I can't even fathom it, Joe. I really can't. So anyway, like we said, this all went down with Junko for 44 days. Joe, just uh, g- give us the give us the cliff notes. And it's it just it really friggin' sucks because we only know about this girl. Odds are we would have never known her. You know, I, I love and, and it's a it's a pleasant thought when someone dies tragic or especially tragic and young to be oh they may have cured cancer they may have done this odds are they weren't but that's that doesn't mean their life's any less valuable than the guy who eventually guy or girl or in between or outside or whatever you identify as who eventually does cure cancer every life's fucking important as long as you're being a good person and you know doing your thing but we should have never known Junko. No. We should have never fucking known she existed. She should have led just a, a fine life at the Normal electronics life. retailer or whatever. Yeah. She was and never said what she was going to go to university for. From what I understand, most Asians, they either go to university or they join the Yakuza um, <laughs> after high school. So I'm sure she probably had some plans and stuff like that. But it spread the dread. Nothing's sacred. We got to fucking yeah. do this. So. What go over just some of the stuff that went down those forty four days with her? Yeah, and I hate listing it like this because obviously everything I'm about to list, you should have to spend a little bit more time on because each crime that was perpetrated against her was fucked up. So, oh god. So yeah, don't feel like we're just glossing over this shit. Yeah, this isn't just like this isn't fucking your common shit. No, here. obviously you know. I mean, if you if you listen to the first two episodes, you know what kind of podcast you're on. Yeah. We we specialized in the fucked. So, yeah, go ahead, Yeah, these bastards are sadistic. So, for 44 days, she was raped and tortured. They shaved her pubic hair, forced her to dance naked for them, Mm. uh, forced her to masturbate in front of them, forced her to also sleep on a balcony with little to no clothing. Right, and remember, this is end of the year. This is is wintertime. I mean, you guys have seen, I mean, you know, if you look at a globe or something like that, I mean... It wasn't comfortable temperatures out there on the balcony in the end of November and all the way through December in the first part of January. This was going on. That was a part of the torture that they were doing to her. And again, we know. So wait a second. Is our weather the same the same time of year as them? I don't know how that fucking shit that works. I am I am almost fully certain that they are northern hemisphere. Okay. Um, pretty pretty certain that they are. So it's it's top to bottom, not left to right. Holy shit! I don't know. And you you also <laughs> I don't, don't know, know you don't know cardinal directions because we're talking about north and south and you're like it's not left or right that's west and east. He's sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I pray, I was thinking time zones for I some pray reason. I pray to things that I don't believe in that we never get stranded in the woods. <laughs> because if so, you will ha- you'll be like, well, which way are we going? We, we're going to walk left today, and I'm going to be like, that's not that's not a real thing. <laughs> That's not. Oh, we're fucked. Like you know, we're gonna die out here. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. And I hope she dies first, so that I can eat her. <laughs> well, anyways, she was forced to sleep on a balcony with little to no clothing. Um, they would insert objects into her vagina and her anus. These included. Uh, yeah, I know. Lit fucking matches, metal rods, 
and fucking bottles. Just uh, and again, why? I I don't know. But in, and again, every time, literally with every one of these you mention, all I can sit there and think is we know of these four. Let's just assume, because it's not far-fetched. They didn't go around saying that they were Yakuza bosses. It was known that they were they were the the, the lower-level pawns. They were the street urchins, the runners. The, they were uh, the bottom feeders of the Yakuza. Anybody who can take an ass-whooping and is willing to follow orders can get that position. Yeah. So I don't doubt for a second that these little fucktards were, you know, that part of the Yakuza. Yeah. So who knows how many and again the parents aren't going to say shit i'm gonna say uh, every All game has stuff. an organization there's a hierarchy so they had to have told you know oh a i'm foot, sure they were bragging a foot, so a foot a foot soldier above them about what was going on god knows how many more people came through there exactly so yeah so yeah. Uh, yeah. um they would uh force feed her large quantities of alcohol milk and water which you know at least there was alcohol for her I'm sorry, but if they if it was large enough quantities, hopefully she blacked out during some of this shit. I'm just saying. I, I mean, I mean, hopefully, but I, I don't know. Yeah, um, she was I'm like, sure they. I'm sure they were doing it for something sadistic. Like oh, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, oh, I, she's 17. She's probably never drink alcohol. I, don't get either a that, I mean, I'm sure they gave her as little sustenance as possible mm-hmm. to try to keep her alive yeah. and things of that nature. So I'm sure they had ulterior motives the the whole fucking time they were doing this. Yeah. So stupid shit like. Forcing her to smoke multiple cigarettes at once, inhale paint thinner, um, and repeatedly burned her legs with lighter fluid, which is a key thing. We gotta highlight that. That oh, this oh port- wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is your education about to come in here? No, I'm not gonna get too in depth with it. That's your job. Feel I, free. I, but I, later on, I will. Oh, oh, oh gotcha. Yeah, exactly. Look but at just look at remember- you over here, cliffhanging. You're cliffhanging me, and I have the fucking notes. <laughs> This is crazy. I'm excited. My nipples are fucking erect right now. I am. This shirt's gonna be destroyed. <laughs> fucking disgusting. Gonna, yeah, you don't. If you don't hurry up, I'm gonna have runner nipples over oh here. They're gonna be bleeding and everything. Oh my god. I actually um, did touch it. It is. Sorry, it's cold in here. Anyway, go ahead. But yeah, so end of December. We're at the end of December yeah, now. We're at the end of December. Um, Junko was extremely malnourished at this right. point. So they've been giving her very small bits of food, uh, like yeah. you were. Yeah, you were yeah. already saying. Um, and eventually they were only giving her milk. Jesus man, it's like, like the bare fucking minimum. Right and. It, it it also just lets you know, like I don't think these fucking guys had a plan. Mm-hmm. It, it it seems that they I don't know what did they think this was gonna happen forever? Did they think they were gonna do it? I mean, because clearly, when you see later, like I don't think they were. I don't think their ultimate goal was to kill her. I almost feel like their ultimate goal was to just have a slave, essentially. Yeah. yeah. You know, and and again, I mean, it, it's crazy too, because like. You see, like, some of the shit you were talking about they were doing to her. Like, the, the smoking multiple cigarettes yeah. at once. You know, and, you It's know, a ways of degrading like somebody, mentally breaking somebody down, forcing them to do these repeated things that they normally wouldn't do just for, and they know it's for, she's trying to preserve herself. She's trying to save herself. She'll do whatever she can because of the things that she's gone through. And it's the mental that chipping away. That's the only reason they have her well, do but, these but, acts. But it's also too, to me, it shows, it shows that these are still ultimately, I mean, I, I get it there. We, we, can, we, can, we can define adulthood by age. All we fucking want to. That's stupid. 
I, I know people that are 10 years older than me that I wouldn't fucking let babysit a robot dog. And I know kids that are 15 who are probably are got their shit more together than I do. Yeah. But it shows the juvenile nature of these fuckers. Yes. I don't think they thought about the next day. I don't think they thought about the ultimate, what would ultimately become of all no. this and, and things of that nature. And it's, it's just like, I mean, again, like how, how fucking far did you think you could push this before? You know, it's almost like they didn't. They, they didn't, didn't know when the branch was going to snap. They never had they pushed even, it before. Or they didn't even take. Supposedly. They didn't even grasp the severity of what the fuck no, they were doing. It was all fun and games. Which is, ugh, anyway. it was nothing. Um, but due to the severe injuries and the infected burns, um, she could no longer go downstairs to the bathroom. And at that point in time, they decided to confine her to Monado's room, to the floor of Monado's so, room. So, so what? In saying that, so again, let's let's go back to the, the the brother. Let's go back to the parents. Yeah. All right. Anytime Junko is needing to go to the restroom, now I'm sure they were probably making her use the bathroom on herself for their amusement at times. But they at points were taking her down there. They were taking her downstairs. So again, there is multiple times during this 44 days where these parents are getting a visual reminder. You can't tell me that they that these again these four boys were cleaning her up. You know, no, they, they had they to see the wounds. Enough. These parents are fucking disgusting, disgusting. human beings. Yeah. No. Because again, they're seeing this girl, and, and we said that this was this was uh, near the end of December, so roughly a month that they're seeing her. I won't say every day. But they're seeing her at least a couple times a week. Mm-hmm. She's clearly looking worse and worse, losing weight, you know, bruising, cuts, bleeding, limps, things of that nature. And they could not they could not get past their own self-preservation. Meanwhile, there's Junko preserving her family, terrified yeah. because these boys know her address, know where her parents and her brothers live. And she's and, just and, trying to hold on to right. save them. And meanwhile, there's two grown-ass adults downstairs who all they had to do was call the, call the cops. Pups. And all of this would have Anonymous been done. Anonymous tip. And, Fuck and, it. Get it over with. Worst case scenario, Junko had a really bad experience that in time she could have gotten beyond. She at least had her life. Right. But nope, couldn't, no, couldn't no, this do that. Is Too worried about themselves. Yeah, no, this is an absolute fucking failure of parenting. We see it around us all the fucking time, even in this day. And I, I know this is like late 80s, but still, we see it nowadays where just kids get away with everything fucking underneath the sun. Their parents don't beat those fucking asses, don't <laughs> send them off to the fucking boot camp. I'm sorry, but like, hell no. Our youngins, if they'd have pulled some, oh my God. Yeah, like I don't give oh a shit. If you're, I don't give a shit what your forms of punishment are for your kids to each their own. But if you, if you, if you see your son and his shithead friends bringing down a bruised girl from the upstairs bedroom, you need to grab the nearest object you can and just start swinging it at them. Hell, my I, mama did that to my brother. Just All he said is, like, why you got to be such a bitch? Next thing I saw, mom grab him was a broom. Like, Who you call bitch? And my brother screaming bloody murder from that yeah, back into that keep, house. Now keep in mind. My mom is just, 4'10", so, and like maybe at, at that point in time was like 100 pounds soaking wet. My brother at that time was almost 6 foot, almost about 180, 190 pounds. Right. My mom beat the T total fuck out of my brother she's, she's and a little his tiny friend, filipino woman and his friend his friend jumped out the window to get away from my mama didn't she hit the friend just because he laughed yep. <laughs> like, yeah 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 so she starts hitting hit my brother uh, ray and i don't even remember the, the boy's name but 
he giggled because Ray got hit so hard and she just will took in. I'm telling y'all, this is not the broom sign. This is not the sweeping side. This is the handle side <laughs> of a wood fucking broom and starts thwacking him. And all you can hear is like, ah, shit, shit, shit. And he jumps out the window and Ray's still back there getting a piss beat out of him. Did that friend ever come back? No, never. I do not ever, blame him. Ever, ever again. <laughs> no, my mom already told him like, he better never come back here. I'll get him again. So see, if 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 his parents were like Joe's mom, they would have all caught broom handles. Yeah. And everything might have worked out and okay. And that accused a friend of it and never came back over. Right. So now we're now we're on we're on the day, Joe. We're on January fourth, nineteen eighty nine. Yeah. So after losing a game of Mahjong, uh Miano vented anger. Miano, that's the eldest one. This that's, is the that's, eldest remember, one. Remember, they're at Minato's house. Yeah. Miano's no, the oldest of the this four. This is the eighteen year old cat. Um, so he decides because he lost his game of Mahjong, he's gonna beat the piss out of Furido. Right, as 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 one would do, you know, because you know, you just you got to take out your unfortunes on somebody else. Um, so when he decides to vent, not only him, but everybody else who was going on, the, yeah. the entire group started to kick her and punch her. Yeah. So they're all just gang beating this girl. Um. During the process, they started dripping hot wax on her face, which, you know. Oh, God. <laughs> I already know where this is going. You know, I mean. John, you're fucking kinky stuff. Depend, depends on how much wax we're talking here, you know. <laughs> and now, if where? It's, if it's one of them big-ass Walmart jar candles that's been burning for two days like it was in my house growing up. No, that's, Hell too, no. that's too much wax. That's too much. But, you know, you got a little, you got like a little tea candle. <laughs> You know, or like, you know, some of them Kwanzaa candles, those you, long ones. You gotta stop, I'm gonna start snorting. <laughs> you know. I, not the face. <laughs> I, Let's be clear about that. That's an erogenous zone. Yeah. No, but you know, there's some tender areas where you can put that, where you're just... <laughs> tender going, nibbles. <laughs> you're like, hmm, that fucking... <sighs> stop it. No, I don't know. Just, <laughs> just do it one more time and let's see. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, they, they also placed short lit candles... Mm-hmm. On her eyelids and let them melt. Yeah. See, and that's the kind of shit that it's so. It's the immaturity. It's like these little juvenile kicks. Like, yeah. God fucking almighty. And oh, it, it, uh, they also, during the course of all this, uh, forced her to drink her own urine. Mm-hmm. Um, they also kicked her into a stereo unit. Now, again, this is near the end of it, though. Yeah, yeah, this is at the end of it. But we're also we're we're talking about 1989 stereo. Yeah, they didn't kick her into like their charging stand for their fucking iPod. You know, we're talking fucking heavy wood. Motherfucker probably had like an eight track deck in there. Definitely. You saw had my a, mama's old one. Yeah, Asians it, love their yeah. fucking electronics. Well, fucking thing was probably like teak. You know what I'm saying? So like this is like heavy. This is like I mean, this is the equivalency of of kicking her into a tree. You know what I'm saying? I, a well-made bookshelf. Finally varnished <laughs> hi-fi uh tree. Yeah. Uh and when they did that, uh she she started to convulse uh as she was bleeding profusely at this point. Yeah. Uh I don't like saying this word. You do okay, that word. Okay, okay. Um, then said at this point in time, pus starts emerging from the infected burns. And so, so is that because they they like they were infected, but I guess like maybe scabbed over or healed over, and so at that point, like they reopened them, so they they're already infected. Now they're reopened and it's coming out. So it, I couldn't find exactly um, the evidence I was looking for. 
so typically when you have a large concentration of infection in the body, you uh-huh. can become what they call septic. Okay. Um, my my thought process on this, especially because she got so weak, now she's A, she's malnourished, B, she's had the shit beat out of her, C, she has these really horrible uh, burns across the majority of her, bo- of right. her legs. Um, I feel like she had maybe went septic and that convulsion, that, that last forceful push... Um, kind of just popped everything open i hate to illustrate it like that you but love illustrating shit like that you love doing it to me yeah when we're watching you. horror movies and I'm, I'm trying like, to bring in followers like, oh, that like have them running away and, I, and i'm like oh that's that's you say callers followers oh followers that's yeah. what you say you, you're thinking we're on love line like you used to love back in the day <laughs> no no one is going to call this show <laughs> they may report us but they're not calling us but but so God, that's awful. So even even after all this happens, they, she's they, covered they, in blood. She's covered in her pus. Ugh. Yep. They keep beating her. But before they do, they cover their own fucking hands Jeez. in bags so that they can prevent their contact with her blood and pus. But they just kept on going. See how? Oh my god! All right. So now I want. I, I, this is where. See now we're getting to the point where you don't want to hear my dumbass talk anymore. You want to hear someone who's got a little bit of knowledge, a little bit of education. Joe's got that. If you don't remember what it is, go back and re-listen episode one. We need the listens and downloads. <laughs> um, so, what? what what does that show about them that in the midst of devaluing her life so much that they thought of something, you know, because if they were in like a blind rage or something like that, they wouldn't have thought to cover themselves up. No. So so it's what's abstract- going on there? The, their brain's been abstracted from this entire situation. They don't no. see her as a fucking no, human they've, being No, they've already all. devalued her her level Ugh. of her being a human through all these like little miniature acts. That That's all it's about. Like the, That's what I talk about is like that mental and physical breakdown. It's done a cut at a time. It's not done one event at a but time. But it's crazy because it's... It's it's a breakdown on both ends. Mm-hmm. They're they're breaking her down to less than human in her own eyes. Yeah, and and they're creating an abstract and, and lifting yes. themselves above her mm-hmm. in their eyes. Yes. It's that's so fucking fucked. But man. It, but you have to think about it like people in war. When people are in a war, like you don't see the person that you're going right. against. You you take away the humanity. It makes it easier to. You know, commit violence Do against what you another. Got, yeah. Exactly. So, um, obviously, this isn't the same level they weren't in war, but that's essentially the same part no, of the no, brain I that's get doing it. Yeah, it. It, it, it. It can cross. It can cross. Yeah. Over into a lot of different areas. But really, when you know that you talk about them covering their own hands, they're still trying to um, protect themselves from a right. situation that they're not entirely sure how they got themselves into. Right, well, but they sure seem to be. And, and see, this is the other thing where I I wonder too, like who was egging on who? I can't imagine all four of these boys it's in called unison. Group mentality. Oh no, I no, I I'm I I understand that. Like the uh, oh, and we 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 should probably do an episode on the Stanford prison experience. Yes, because that's one of the best uh, examples of it. Yeah, Absolutely. very much so. And that's that's a great one. Yeah, fucking write that down. <laughs> and don't anybody listen. Don't you take it. We're probably the only one who's ever talked about it. Oh, probably. <laughs> Except for Stanford. (laughs) Um, They also uh, dropped an iron exercise ball, what we would imagine probably like a kettlebell, onto her stomach repeatedly. 
Um, on that girl who's been malnourished, has only been being fed milk. She's already very petite for her size. She's right. even more petite now. You talk about all the internal organs and how weak she already was. She wasn't crunching up her abdominals every time that thing was dropped. It was literally probably hitting well. And every if we're going in the organ. order that they listed it, by this point, she was she was already basically like gone knocked out something after the the kick into yeah. the stereo where she was convulsing and stuff like this no longer trying yeah, to protect they're, herself they're over there at all just bruising her internal organs uh yeah at this point they then doused her entire body in lighter fluid and lit her on fire uh, so she comes too yeah yeah they, yeah, yeah they said at this point she attempted to put out the fire unsuccessfully and then became unresponsive and all of this yeah. was roughly a two-hour ordeal um, of, of everything they did after the Mahjong game and Miano starting all this stuff up. Um, and at the end there with the with the fire and everything like that, uh, Junko succumbed to her wounds and, and ultimately passed. So we don't know exactly when she succumbed to the wounds and actually died, but less than right. 24 hours later, Minato's brother calls to report that, you know, Faruta actually appeared dead. So yeah, at so some these, point, so these she fuck just, just left out. her. Yeah, they just left her. They bounced. They probably went and did another fucking crime for all we know because they're a bunch yeah. of goddamn scumbags. Right. Uh, so, so, yeah. So the brother. So again. This is all taking place upstairs. Yep. So now we now around we, his younger now brother. This, now with this, we know for a fact that the the younger brother, in my mind, the younger brother probably participated. Yeah. And the the fact or he was the is, watch out. The fact of the matter is, is that this shit went on for two hours. There's no way in hell you're downstairs that they didn't hear this yeah. shit going on. So then he's going up for whatever fucking reason. You know, and and the brother sees, hey man, you know, she's dead. Yeah. At this point, oh, now the little fuckwits humanities are starting to kick in the, of their own, their yeah, own oh, yeah, self preservation. No, not worried about her at all. Yeah. Now they're worried. Oh, now it's murder. Oh shit. That's a great fucking time. I mean, you're doing they doing all this shit to her, starving her, beating her, raping her, all these other things. And again, it shows it shows the the adolescence that's still there in these fucking idiots' head. Did you not fucking think yeah. what you were doing to her? You literally lit her on fucking fire. You're dropping weights on her and shit like that. Yeah, she. It's not a. F- oh. Yeah. I, so they come back. Yeah. Uh, the I, it doesn't it doesn't say. I, I would imagine all four. Yeah. Uh, it, it doesn't really spe- specify here. Uh, but they they wrap Faruta up in blankets and put her in a travel bag. It never says anything about them dismembering her. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I don't know what kind of bag this is. But this, again, goes back to she was a very petite girl. Right. She's well, been malnourished yeah, like for the, a month and a half. The school picture that we had, you could tell she wasn't, you know, and no offense, but Asians aren't known to be a giant culture mm-hmm. size-wise. But, mm-hmm. she, you know, she looked like she was average weight or less from her pictures as well before any of this is going on so yeah yeah, they put her in a travel bag um they go somewhere yeah and they got a 55 gallon drum they 
around it says 8 p.m. The, the the following day. So all this shit happened to her on January 4th. So now we're talking about the the night of January 5th. Yeah. Well, they put her in the 55 gallon drum, but then they filled it with concrete. Right. Yeah. So we skip. You skip that part of it. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah, this so is sorry. why she's called concrete school yeah, so, girl. Yeah, so they, yeah, they put her yeah. in the empty 55 gallon drum and then fill it with concrete. Uh, they load the drum up and drop it. In Kodo, Tokyo. Yeah. I, I don't know if that was maybe a, a, a place where you, Yakuza Connections told him to take. I, I, I'm i not From sure. the pictures I saw where she was dropped looked like there weren't even that many homes around. It looked almost like a park area. Right. And she was just underneath the tree. I, I think it was just some city that they were familiar with the geography of it. And we're yeah. like, oh, we probably won't get caught I'm, dropping this off in the middle of the night. I'm not going to imagine that they started, they started to have any kind of smarts about him at this fucking no, point. No, no. Um, so, so, again, we say we said that's the 5th. That's January 5th. The next thing we have is January 23rd. Yeah, 20 so, days later. Yeah, yeah so le- less than 20 days later, uh, Miyano, again, that's the oldest one, and uh, Agora. Now, remember, Agora was the, 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 the genius who said when she was at the hotel, hey, keep her there. We'll bring more guys over and we'll all have some fun. These fucking nitwits. Both... Joe, arrested for gang rape of a 19-year-old that they had kidnapped and raped in In December. December. So while they got Junko uh, back at Minato's house, again, these two were charged with it. Who knows who else? It may have only been these two. It could have been other people. But Miano and Agura are arrested... They went out and, and participated in a gang rape and, and kidnapping of another nineteen of a nineteen year old girl, while Junko's still over there. Yeah, all in the midst of this, like so, one crime's not enough. There, there's no. no telling. Every time that she got a break, they're probably going out and doing something else. Somebody, yeah, somebody back, else and wasn't then, getting a break. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Just absolutely disgusting. So, and then everything goes quiet for like two months. Yeah, it, it, from what we from what we researched, we couldn't find much else going on. Up until March 29th of 1989. Yeah, so the cops uh, come to interrogate Miana and Agura. So I'm guessing at this point, either they're they're out on bail or whatever the fuck's going on. Or I they think the investigation is still going on. Right. But because they're, they're just like, oh, there's, oh my God, there's missing people. There's raped girls. Like, maybe we got more, maybe they've done more crimes. So right. this, I think this entire time is them continuing their investigation right but they're not in jail they're they're no they're, they're out, out and about yeah, yeah they're out so um and that's when the cops tell them that they had found um women's underwear miano believes that the officers knew about junko at this point in time and they thought or he had thought agura had confessed to junko's murder um miano tells the cops where to find junko's body at this point so he's already scared shitless right he already thinks old dudes already the, flipped on him this is the elder this is the leader of this little quartet oh, of yeah. fucking retards that are doing this oh, he's yeah. thinking you knew oh, he was he's gonna ar- be the biggest bitch he's already oh yeah they always fucking are they yeah. always fucking big are. bad guy you know with the younger crew yeah they are the fucking p- biggest yeah. they, fucking he, he probably felt like the boss of that little gang of his and stuff yeah. and of course he's the first one to touch They're all the goddamn tail. same level like right yeah. and, and so yeah he just he just Thinks that Ogura is already, already confessed, him. so he's like, "All right, all right I'm gonna. I guess the best I can do is try to help the cops out, make it easy on myself." So tells them where Junko's body is. The cops, Joe, are confused. The, the cops are like, confused. "The, the what?" Because what? Uh, they're there concerning the murder of a different woman and her seven-year-old son. This happened nine days prior to Junko's abduction. abduction. Yeah. 
So and, and that case is still unsolved. Yeah, they didn't. So, they didn't cop up or they didn't fess up to that one. So well, and I guess at the same time, the cops didn't have enough evidence to link it to them because yeah. I mean, if all they had was like a pair of underwear to go on, probably what happened because they were in the database for the gang rape and the other stuff, they probably were just going down they a list of suspects, suspects. Yeah, and and came across it. So I mean, literally, if these if these, I mean, it's a good thing they didn't have any composure about themselves they really didn't have a good criminal mind yeah. or we, we 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 may never who knows yeah. what would Junko's happen. murder would have been unsolved maybe so um but the following day they find the drum uh with junko's body in it and uh, they're able to identify her from fingerprints yeah um well that's the funny thing is like if you really want a body to decompose, you don't put it in concrete. You don't acid. want to seal anything. You don't want to seal anything from air. Air is what you need to decompose. Did you learn that at the body farm <laughs> in Tennessee? Well, it's common fucking sense. I didn't know that. <laughs> See, I would have thought that like the weight of the concrete would have kind of like just compressed her or something. I don't no, know. No, it does compre- It does have some compression. But it's, but it's obviously not going to. It's not going to fuck up. I mean, the fingerprints and stuff. Are, there's going to be mm-hmm. possible identity. Now, I wonder, well, we neither one of us know enough about concrete probably to know like if it gets worse over time or if concrete kind of gets to where it's at with, with the body in there and then it's kind of the way it is. I know that, okay, so this is funny. I I do not remember, I think it was actually a case study um, that we went through in college, but a person had gotten stuck in concrete that was trying to set and every time that that person exhaled, the concrete continued to compress them. So that was on a living human being. Right, well, so but, once but, it's, but the, the exhaling was creating space. Yes, right? and then the concrete was filling it in right. and they didn't have enough forceful, you know, inspiration to actually push the concrete back out. So each time they exhaled, the inhale became smaller and smaller and smaller. Right, but you got Junko there. Junko, is the mass that she is by the time that this yeah. concrete dries so it's the da- what's the damage is done from the mm-hmm. when it sets is, yeah it's pretty whatever much bacteria whatever fluids that may have been encapsulated with her they were going to remain there and that's the only amount of decomposition that would happen really yeah so, so but bacteria is they- on everything in the human body has bacteria on it but some bacteria flourish in oxygen some flourish without it so it just depends so on what was on her decomposed? body yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. There would have been okay. a level of decomposition, but there would have been some preservation. Would have been slower. Yes, it would have been slower. Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, there you go. There's your, you know, that little shooting rainbow star that goes across your TV. The more you know, you know. There's Joe laying down some of <laughs> some of the fucking funky ass fucked up facts for you. Uh, April first, nineteen eighty nine. Joe, what's going down? Um, Agura is arrested for a different sexual assault. So these fuckers, <laughs> Jesus Christ, like. And I thought you were a nympho. Like, holy shit. These, you. These guys what? are out there trying to, like, get it in, like, three times a day with three different fucking broads. And obviously under horrible conditions. But I'm just like, Jesus Christ, that's a lot of fucking sex going on. We we prefer to be referred to oh, as <laughs> sexually enjoyable <laughs> humans. I'm seeing the gears and I'm trying to think of anything. It's not working because no. in my in my in the in the real like the lizard part of my brain, I'm just going like, you know, she's right, you know. <laughs> you you talked about your nipples being hard earlier and candle wax. Everybody knows she's right. Everybody listening to this knows she's right. <laughs> and then, you know, my more developed human brain is sitting there and just being like, No, just fucking lie, man. Lie. <laughs> think of a good word and I ain't coming up with it. So we'll just stick with it. Uh yeah, so uh and at that point, he is, he, I guess, while in custody for that different sexual assault, he's then arrested 
officially for, for Junko's murder. murder. Yeah. Um, and again, so the 29th of March is when Miano spills the beans. Yeah. Um, and so what, two, two or three days later is when they finally get Agora in back in custody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also on this day, they arrest Shinji Minato. Um, I guess all the accomplices that participated were identified. Um, notably two names that just only popped up, uh, as an accomplice was Tetsuo Anaka. Anakamura mm-hmm. and uh, Koichi Ihara, they were they were charged with with participating in the rapes at least because they found DNA in and, and on, on her body, and that's again fucking, that's that preservation ugh. of of evidence. But yeah, no, that that's again that tells you that was only two, that was only two plus those four. Right. There is no, no telling how many if more were if, in and out of yeah, there. Yeah, especially with with having gang connections and shit like that. If there was two, there could have been twenty. Yeah, like honestly, there, there's just no fucking way. And again, you have these shithead parents who aren't. They're not going to say anything. So what are they? I mean, they're just going to sit there. Who knows how many people are coming over and and this is going on? They're not going to say anything. So we'll never know. No, we'll never fucking know. That died with Junko. Um, but now, you know, we've, we've got, and at some point during all this, it doesn't, again, uh, the, the fourth, the fourth member, uh, Yashushi Watanabe, he, he, we hear the least about him. That doesn't mean that he didn't do just as much fucked up shit. I, you know, we just, they just don't have as much going on. Minato is more well known because of it taking place at his parents' house. Yeah. And clearly Miyano and um Agura. Agura are more well known because they're getting picked up left and right for other fucking crimes before, during, and after the situation with Junko. Yeah. Uh so at, at some point around this time too, they they end up picking up Yasushi Watanabe as well. So all four of them are in custody. And then we're, we get to the prosecution and trial of all this. Yes. And so initially, the, the, so obviously the, the court system was like, hey, these boys are juveniles. So they decided to try to seal their identities. Which I would like to know because, again, we established that Miyano, either at the, at the time the crime was committed or when he was arrested, was 18. Yeah. So I wonder if they I have a different the thing there Japan. or, or yeah. what, or they didn't want to just un, un like reveal him and not the other. I don't I don't know how yeah. that works in Japan. Yeah. So the journalist from a Shukan Bunshun magazine discovered their ide- identities and like a fucking boss, they yes. published that shit. Yes. Legit they say, fucking media. Hell yeah. And they were like, no, the severity of the crimes, they don't deserve fucking anonymity. No. no Fuck yeah. No, like no. that's a great. That's. A fucking no. grabbing your balls and be like, fuck no. No, Hell I wish yeah. I wish they had branded the fucking crimes of these assholes on, on their, their foreheads, foreheads so that everyone yes. would know for the right. Re- yeah. Just like like Inglorious Bastards where you you know, you ain't taking that uniform off, we're gonna get something you can't take off. Yeah, exactly. When they put a swastika yeah. on his fucking forehead. <laughs> That's what they need. They need Brad Pitt over there with a fucking bowie knife. <laughs> you know, or bowie knife, whatever the fuck you pronounce it, just putting those little what the kanji characters or whatever they their <laughs> alphabets are made of or whatever and just you know being like you know letting everybody know what's going on but yeah so the journalists blow it open and let everybody fucking Fuck know yeah. which is what needed to fucking yeah. happen um all four boys pled guilty joe what what are these uh. they, they they're pleading guilty joe tell me that they finally decided to be men about this whole thing and, and oh. admit what they had done what did they plead guilty to joe committing bodily injury that resulted in death not <laughs> murder like that, that's, that's such a pussy right. such a pussy way of saying like <laughs> i didn't mean to but she died like 
oh, oh, SpaghettiOs. Yeah, you know? yeah. I'm like, God damn, I can't we believe only, that shit's even on the litter, fucking books. We only lit her body on fire a little bit. Yeah. You know, we only... We, only, we intended on releasing yeah. her at some point. We were going to give her food again. Fuck these assholes. Ugh. Fuck their lawyers. Fuck, fuck their, their family, parents. Fuck their, everybody who's ever loved, known, or associated with these people. I wish uh, you all nothing but the worst. Hell. Nothing but the yes. worst. Yes, I hope there's a hell solely for y'all. Okay. Uh, so now we're yeah. So so they do that. So now we're we're getting into um, Jesus Christ. It, it took a while because we we were talking about them getting arrested April first of eighty nine. Mm-hmm. July nineteen ninety is when we start getting some sentences handed out. Yeah. Here. So lower court sentenced Don Miano to seventeen years in prison. Only seventeen years. Yes. Now again, at this point. Miano is somewhere between 18 and 20 years old. Yeah. That means before, even if he gets no bail, this this cat is out of prison before he's 40. Okay. But 17 years. This this is great. He appeals and the Tokyo High Court judge, Ryuji Yanasi, gives him an additional three years. (laughs) He's like, you're going to really ask me for an appeal? (laughs) Fuck you. You're getting three more, motherfucker. Fuck you. That dude is a fucking boss. I don't know what else he's done in his career. I hope it was all boss moves like that, but that's hilarious. Like, oh, you're appealing. Yeah. Uh, Take three more. Exactly. That's like like, uh, when your parents are just like, you know, if you if you lie to me, I'm gonna make it worse. Yeah, like and you're just like fuck. What do I do? Do I yeah. call their bluff? <laughs> don't call their bluff. <laughs> if, the, if if she is a larger lady, raised Southern Baptist and four living Filipino in the South, Filipino and four foot or, ten, yeah, four foot ten, technically legally needs a booster seat to be in a car, <laughs> at least in the area we're from. Don't lie to them because they're like this judge. They'll fucking call that bluff. Yeah. So his total twenty year sentence is actually the second highest in Japan outside of life in prison. And see, that's crazy because you know, I mean, Japan is a is a pretty strict culture. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I I guess I'm guessing these motherfuckers just hand out life sentences like fucking Werther's Originals <laughs> at the fucking nursing home, bro. Like, cause like they're just out there. It's like, oh yeah, twenty years. That's a lot. Or life. You know, you get one or the other. <laughs> um, Miano's mother ended up paying fifty million yen, uh, which roughly at that time was around a little over four hundred thousand U.S. in compensation. Um, this was ordered by a civil court. Yeah. Um, and poor girl, she had to she had to sell her family home to do it. Yeah. Um, and then t- t- again, a, 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 a true <laughs> true manly man until the end. Um, Miano tried to get parole in 04. Yeah. So he had, at this point, he would have had six-ish, seven-ish years left. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, well, I've been good. Yeah. Denied. I haven't lit anybody on fire mm-hmm. in 14 years. Yeah. Can I please go home? And, nope, denied. Thank you. Thank you. But, again, so, even so, what, he's out 2010, 2011, 2012? Yeah. You know, this the, this dude's out now. I mean, yeah. assuming he hasn't went back in for some other yeah, well, shit. Yeah, we're going to you know cut into that, though. We will cut um, into that. All right, so then let's get to Shinji Minato, then. Okay, so um, he was sentenced five to nine years. Um, this is actually, again, the location of Junko's torture and death. Now, the parents and the brother were never charged with anything, um, but Junko's parents won a civil suit against Minato's parents. Um, Good. Now, when he was released, he moved in with his mother. And in 2008, no, Minato, tw- no, 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 2018. I'm sorry, I, just, I didn't mean to say 2008. Yeah, no, yeah, 2018. He got, he got out, but but moved in with his parents 
Yeah. We guess nothing nothing of note took place that, that we know of until 2018. Exactly. And that's, um, he was actually arrested for attempted murder. Um, he was caught, or he was beating a 32-year-old man, and he ended up slashing his uh, throat with a knife. Right. Um, so, yeah. So, he wasn't even out on the streets, but what, like, a few years. No, well, and he no, goes no, back in. No, because he only got five, five to nine years working. Five, oh, two, yeah. Nine. So 1990, 1999. Yeah. So he back, was he was out for almost, almost two, two decades. Again, that doesn't mean that he wasn't committing crimes. Yeah, exactly. There's just didn't get caught for anything. I mean, I would imagine probably flying pretty low under the fucking radar, and then and then this happened. So yeah. As of right now, at least from what we could find, that's still an ongoing thing. Or he's on trial. Or he is he in jail? Do we know? For the for the slash, I mean, he's probably in jail or something. Uh, I mean, it's attempted murder, um, and he was sentenced in 2018. I hope that would. Or he was him. arrested in 2018. Oh, sorry, arrested wasn't in 2018. Yeah, arrested in 2018. Um, there wasn't a whole lot that I could find after that. Right. So so now uh, Yasushi Watanabe again. Not a lot is mentioned. No, not a lot is mentioned, and he gets the lightest sentence, five to seven years. It doesn't. I didn't even find out like. When he got out, anything. So, but for all intents and purposes, again, I'm not going to give this guy any motherfucking credit yeah. because he was still considered a, a part of this group that did this shit. Uh, but since he's been out, no problems. Yeah. Uh, Joe Agura uh, got eight years, mm-hmm. uh, released in August of 99, and it was reported at that point was boasting. Documented, about, not. Sorry, yeah, yeah it sorry. Was documented. documented, boasting. About his role in the Junko for trying to get some notoriety more yeah. than likely out yeah. of it. You know, Japan's also got the that, cannibal. That Issei, yeah, whatever his last name is, the, the celebrity cannibal guy. Yeah. Um, in July 2004, he's arrested for assault against Takatoshi Isono. Uh, he believed that this guy was involved. We're still talking about Agura, by the way, Joe Agura. Mm-hmm. Uh, believed that uh, Isono was involved with his girlfriend. Uh, he kidnapped Isono. Uh, Drove to his mother's bar in Monado. So this is Agora's mother's. Oh, in Masado. See, I did it. I know. We did the whole fucking way without confusing him. (laughs) So back to the city of Masado uh, where Agora's mom had a bar. Beat him for four hours and threatened to kill him. Um, And was uh, sentenced for seven years for that crime. Yeah. He's been released for that since then. Yeah. Now, yeah, get into his oh, and, and and right now we're we're roughly about a, an hour twenty, hour twenty one into this. So so we're 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 right at the finish line, everybody. But but this has to be talked about. Yes, 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 yes. Tell yes, us yes. about because it goes back to my uh, my my what my statement earlier about yep. shitty parents creating yep. shitty kids, Monado, and we see it around us all, all the time. not the only one with a piece of sh- with piece of shit parents. No, Agora's got a, a shitty fucking, fucking mother. mother. So this bitch fucking vandalizes Junko's grave, saying that she ruined uh, a girl's life, her son's life. Um, Also reported that Agura depleted, you know, his father's savings, buying and consuming luxury goods. He seems to have been probably, I mean, his mom owns a bar. Yeah. Uh, Oh, no, they're well-to-do. He seems to be be pretty well off. Yeah, he's a spoiled fucking rich kid. Probably the only reason he was brought into the group was for the funding. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um. So uh, now nationwide in Japan, you know, going back to the original sentencing that nationwide in Japan, all these sentences are actually regarded to be too light for the crimes that were actually committed. Japan Japan as a whole was not fucking happy Mm -hmm. about how little 
any of these fucking yeah, poor the, guys I've, got. They probably felt like they all should have got live. The fact that none of them got charged with murder is fucking bullshit. Right. Yeah, absolute right. fucking bullshit. Um, but during sentencing, the judge was uh, had remarked that these crimes are exceptionally uh, gross right. uh, and atrociously violent, and Junko had been murdered so brutally that her soul must be wandering in torment. Now, I don't believe that's the case. Right, I, but you know the Japanese culture as yes. far as the spirits. I mean, that's a that's a if you know anything about Japanese a, culture, that's a that's a fucking harsh ass statement. Yeah, yeah, um, and. Of, of course, as we had mentioned earlier, the, the, mental the, 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 the fallout the, of, from Junko's parents, and we don't really know much outside of it. It doesn't seem like they tried to capitalize off of what happened to their daughter or anything like that. Um, it's reported her mother had a mental breakdown and required psychiatric treatment. Duh. Like, yeah, I mean, especially I, if you're sitting there listening in, in court about I, yeah, everything that happened to your daughter. Exactly. Oh. I, I have very little... I, like, I don't think for a minute that anybody associated with her would hear this podcast. But if so, I hope that her family put all that behind him as best as possible, as much as you possibly could. Yeah. Um, and and thrived whatever they got from the civil suits and stuff like that. It's never going to bring their daughter back. Uh, but I hate when people are always just like, why would you sue him and stuff? It's not going to bring him back because it's the fucking principle of the shit. Yeah. It's the fucking principle of the shit. I, I hope it puts you in dire straits. Right. The the other people, especially like, the exactly. shitty fucking parents. Exactly. I hope the fuck you end up living on the goddamn street. Fuck you. So that's brings to the end that the 44 day ordeal of Junko Furuta, the concrete schoolgirl, and the fallout afterwards. And as we've said, like it's a, it's still a big deal in Japan. Yeah. There's movies uh, a lot about of pop it. culture around it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's 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 books about it. Um. There's a couple of a couple of films of note uh, in '95, which would not have been too long. What these guys didn't get sentenced until 1990. Uh, the movie Joshi Kose Satsujin Jaiken. I don't know what that means. I'm I think gonna think Concurito con- is concrete, but. <laughs> That's because I speak a little Spanish, and I'm pretty sure as a Spanglish, Spanish-speaking person, we just put O's after shit, so I would say concreto, and apparently so does Japan. Uh, that one was in 95, and then uh, the film Concrete um, was in 04. If, if, you've, if you know about a movie about that, that's the big one that yeah. most everybody knows about. Um, uh, and there was also a manga series from 04 to 05, which is weird but i mean japan's done a lot of other weird shit um and it was called 17 sai or, or, or whatever old. yeah which yeah. is 17 years old which is how old junko was i would uh, assume that those mangas weren't to celebrate the killers but more that like everything that junko actually did survive and how long she held on i, I would like to so. yeah, I, I would like to think so. anything because i mean at the in wrapping all this up the biggest thing to remember is this is fucking terrible but we have to remember that Junko suffered as badly and as long as she did solely concerned over the fact that these guys knew where her mom and dad and her siblings lived and refused to put anybody else in danger. Everybody who talked about her after the fact had nothing but great things to say about her. Again, I know we always had that where we, we've all been to that one funeral where everyone's talking really nice shit. And you're like, I know that dude, that dude was a fucking asshole. If there's a hell, (laughs) 
he hit it hard. You know what I'm saying? But there's just always like up there, like, you know, he'd give you the shirt off his back. And you're just like, no, he wouldn't. That motherfucker <laughs> wouldn't give you a stick of gum. You know, but but with Junko, you know, again, it, it, it's the whole lack of anything surrounding her outside of this event or even her family after this event. You know, you, again, we shouldn't be able to do this episode because she should not be known. And it sucks that she was this only known for this. Happened. But I, I, I when you listen to stuff like this, and certainly when you research it, it's it's it fucking sucks. And again, you know, we're, it takes its toll on you. It does. And again, like I said, as I've said before, nothing's sacred with me, but it still sucks to hear it, read it, and and to think about it. But I I always just and we and you did the same thing throughout the whole time of researching it. Like we would just always keep saying to ourselves, like, dude, how fucking badass yeah. was Junko Furuta? And she was. She was tougher. She was selfless. She did. There was no self preservation. No. She was preserving her family. Exactly. She was scared for her family. She's she. I don't know how anybody could have lasted what oh. she went through for forty four fucking days. No. But she did it, and she is a badass bitch. Yep. And may she rest in peace. Rest yes. in power. Uh, whatever, whatever's on the other side of this, if there's anything good of it, Junko definitely got it in spades and she deserves it. And that's it, Joe. That's yeah. episode three, the concrete schoolgirl Junko Furuta. Yes. And, um, yeah. So we hope y'all enjoyed this. Remember to visit spreadthedreadpodcast.com. You can link up to our Facebook, our Instagram, all the places you can listen to the podcast, uh, the YouTube, and things like that. Uh, feel free if you want to message us or email us. That's um, spreadthedreadpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can reach us through that way. You can also hit us up on Facebook or Instagram. Um, so, yeah, and we are going to have episode four up. Tortures and Executions Part 1. Yes. As soon as this ends, go check that one out. Yes. Um, I'm John. doing extra, extra research what? on my side. Yes, yes. Joe's- I'm going to be super gross about this one because I'm looking yeah. so fucking forward to it. Hold on to your fucking shit because <laughs> Joe's about to science the fuck out of your ears. Uh, and I'm going to do my best to not have hard nipples while she's doing that because that's going to be fucking, huh? Or throw up or get gaggy. Yeah. You got kind of gaggy at the end of episode two. Oh, yeah. Oh, the, well, you had pictures. pictures. Fucking hell I'm going to yeah. have pictures yeah, that, for yeah, this got, one, too. Definitely go back. Episode one, we did Albert Fish. Episode two, we did Natalia and Dimitri Bakshiv, <laughs> the Krasnodar cannibal couple. Uh, even if you don't fucking like us, it's worth listening to like the last 20 minutes of that one just to hear how fucking I got all my comeuppance for how rude I am by Joe making me look at those pictures and describing shit to me. So that's a definite one this to check out. This is the out. reason why I live. Exactly, exactly. So for Spread the Dread Podcast, thank you for joining us. I'm John. And I'm Joe. And in the words of our man, Jack Torrance. Why don't you start right now and get the fuck out of here?